Whether you are just starting out in business or you have two, five or 15 years of experience, one fact that we florists as business owners have to always take into account is that we will be ghosted by our clients at some point in our careers. And what I have been doing, and I know a lot of other florists have been doing, is taking it personally and letting it affect us, our mindset and ultimately our businesses. And there are simple things that you can do to reduce the amount you are being ghosted by taking simple steps in your business. And this is what I'm going to talk to you about today. Keep listening, grab a pen and paper and make notes so you can go away and apply this to your business. Welcome to the Wedding Florist Podcast. In this exciting podcast, I'll delve into the vibrant world of wedding floristry, where flowers meet entrepreneurship. Hi there, I'm Sarita B, and I'm on a mission to help you thrive as a wedding florist. I'll unlock the secrets of marketing, master the mindset, and cultivate business success. I've been in wedding floristry and events since 2013, and I've been where you are. Every week, I'll share insights, tips, inspiring stories to help you flourish in your floral business. Whether you're a budding enthusiast or a seasoned petal pro, the Wedding Florist Podcast is your ultimate destination for business growth. Get ready to elevate your art, embrace new ideas and blossom in your business. Subscribe now and stay tuned for our upcoming weekly episodes. Let's transform your floral dreams into a thriving reality because in this world of blooms and business, you're the artist of your own success. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Florist Podcast, where I delve into all things floral and fabulous in the world of weddings. So today I'm going to tackle a topic that many florists face, and that's dealing with inquiries and the dreaded possibility of being ghosted by your potential clients. So let me go through what I did when I first started my wedding florist business and the number of jobs that I lost because I took too long to respond to the client because I was spending too much time trying to put together a beautiful proposal and quote together without understanding if my client was actually a good fit or not. I didn't realize but you I had no sales process. I thought I had to talk to the client to build a rapport over three to four consultations before they would part with any of their money and place a deposit and I wasn't showing up as a leader and a knowledgeable person in my industry and showing authenticity and building trust. And it wasn't until I started building a system for myself and the business which helped me to work smarter rather than harder, that things began to change. And so today I'm going to go through four easy steps that I took in my business, which helped me and you can do the same too. So step one, time is of the essence. So you've just received your first inquiry and there is one really important step you need to take to minimise the chances of getting ghosted. And this is setting a clear expectation right from the start. When you receive your inquiry, it's a chance to showcase your expertise and lay the groundwork for a productive and respectful relationship. And the first thing you need to do is respond promptly. So a lot of clients actually book the vendor who responds first. So the way I do this is create an automated reply once the inquiry comes in with an appointment for a consultation. 
So you can channel your inquiries to come in only via your web form. And by doing this automated reply, you are making a great first impression by having a quick response time. Also, this makes it really easy for your customer to book you. So you can use appointment booking software like Calendly, Appointee, Zoho or Acuity Scheduling and there are so many more. So in your first email you can say something like Dear so-and-so, thank you so much for your inquiry. At your company name, we provide flowers for your wedding and event and transform your, your venue with flowers. And if this is what you're looking for, then you are in the right place and I can't wait to work with you. I invite you to click on the calendar link to book your consultation. So by doing this, you have immediately contacted them and asked them to take the next step without having to physically do anything yourself. How easy is that? Now let's move on to step two, open and transparent communication. So the next lesson I learned was that I needed to establish a relationship with the client and have open communication with them. The idea here is to ask questions to understand their needs, preferences and budgets and be transparent about your own process, timelines, pricing and so much more because being transparent builds trust and sets realistic expectations from the get-go. It helps both parties determine if they're a good fit for each other and what you can do here is that you can share information through your blog on your website or create a FAQ page to answer questions and eliminate objections. And then you can share them on your marketing platforms, your social media, your Instagram, your TikTok, your Pinterest, and any other platforms that you might be using. And by doing this, you're educating and informing your clients and building trust with them, which helps them to book you quicker. Then in future, you can easily point out your leads to these posts and pages to educate them and make the process more streamlined. So step three, you lead the way. Now, during the consultation, you need to make sure that you lead the way and you are in charge of the conversation because this is what you do and what you are passionate about. You know what you've thought about wedding flowers, designs, logistics, ordering, so much more than what your client has done. And this is your chance to, again, show off your creativity, your expertise, your high energy levels and enthusiasm to get the client locked in with you. You can share examples of your past work or provide suggestions and ideas that align with your client's style and theme. And this can help inspire and reassure potential clients of your capabilities. Plus, it gives them a glimpse of what they can expect if they choose to work with you. Again, prioritize and get, get back to your client quickly at each stage of the process from the inquiry to the calendar booking and then the consultation to build trust and a quick and easy proposal and then signing of the contract with a deposit. Once you have secured the booking you can do the rest of the work planning designing the nitty-gritty stuff three to months three to four months before the event. This way you know better the situation the flower suppliers new products you may have in your inventory and so much more and you can get so much more creative. Step four, 
the fortune is in the follow-up. Lastly, what you need to know is about the follow-up. You need to schedule this into your calendar. If you don't hear back from your initial message by sending through a polite follow-up. We all know how life gets busy and a gentle nudge to help reignite the conversation. So when you follow up, you are showing that you are genuinely interested in working with them and remind them of the value you can bring to their special day. So a quick follow-up can literally just say something like, hi, customer name, hope you are well. <clears throat> I wanted to reach out to you um, to follow up on an inquiry that you sent regarding your wedding floristry needs and see if there's anything else that you needed or anything that I can help with. So if I can, please hit reply and let me know. And if you booked another supplier, then that's totally okay. But if you can let me know either way, thanks and I look forward to hearing from you. So it's really, really simple and helps with not leaving any money on the table. So if you need help with your business and your getting your processes in place, then you can join the Wedding Florist Academy. It's my signature program that walks you through from beginning to end and gives you the blueprint for growing your profitable wedding flower business and what you need to be doing together with all the templates for each step of the process. So let's recap. The four ways you can stop getting ghosted is number one, prompt communication because your customer is more likely to book you if you respond quicker. Two, transparent and open communication because this is what builds trust. Three, consultations. You lead the way and show what you're an expert in. And four, the, for the fortune is in the follow-up because life gets busy for us all. If you've enjoyed listening to my podcast, please show me the love and give me a review on iTunes. It would mean so much to me. Take a photo of this podcast and post it on your Instagram stories, tagging me in and I'll be sure to share some love back. If you think this podcast will help your business bestie, then be sure to share it with them too. So here are various ways you can work with me. I have some free resources to help you in your business. Get your complete guide to writing winning proposals or the ultimate social media kit with a social media calendar, florist-specific hashtags and strategies to grow your audience. I know how hard and time-consuming it can be to have the right resources in your business and that's why I've created various digital templates and resources that you can use in your business and these are available for instant download in my Etsy store. Watch the free training on how I went from hand ties to installations and grew my wedding flower business to a six-figure profitable business. So that's it for now. If there's a topic you want covering in the future, let me know and I'll get it sorted for you. So until next week, stay blooming and take care.